Hi there and welcome to another episode of Choose Your Narrative. I'm your host, Nat Smithson, and I'm thrilled you've chosen to join me today. I created this podcast to share stories of my own mindset journey and explore strategies and healthy habits that I now use to build a mind that's geared up for happiness and success. And I want you to do the same. So I encourage you to start your own journey towards creating a stronger, happier, more motivated mind by tuning in weekly so that you too can write and more importantly, choose the narrative that you wish to live. Patience is a virtue. We've all heard this said somewhere along the line, and we may have even said it to someone ourselves at some point too. But when we say it or hear it, do we actually stop and reflect on what it means? And more importantly, do we actually apply this in our own lives? Being patient sounds simple enough, but we're living in a world that moves and evolves at an ever-increasing pace. More and more devices and applications have been created to reduce the time it takes for us to complete a myriad of tasks. We can quickly get used to the fast pace at which many modern technologies allow us to operate, and we may, on occasion, need a little reminding that there are some things in life that we simply do not have the ability to speed up. And this can become very frustrating and testing at times, especially if we're more accustomed to things happening fast and on demand. Today, I want to get stuck into some deeper thinking around patience and get you thinking about whether or not this is something that you're currently exhibiting to the best of your ability, or perhaps if there's room for growth and improvement. If you're immediately thinking that you sit on the side of the latter, The good news is that patience is actually considered a skill. And as with any skill, patience can be worked on and improved. Which means that with practice and dedication, each and every one of us can work towards growing our ability to be more and more patient. So first of all, I want to help you build an understanding of why patience is such a critical element in achieving lasting success and happiness in the most important areas of our lives. And I want to highlight a key word there, lasting. We can easily create quick wins in our lives that give us a temporary sense of satisfaction. But ask anyone that's built a really successful business, overcome a debilitating illness or injury, maintained a happy, committed relationship raised a child, or held a position of influence or notoriety. And I could just about guarantee that they didn't get to that point overnight. They committed to the journey and stuck out the long hours, the pain, the sacrifice and the knockbacks along the way. And this allowed them to become stronger, more knowledgeable and more of an expert at whatever it was that they were doing. And it also gave them the ability to more successfully react to changing circumstances, changing environments, and changing needs. Throughout today's discussion, I want to give you the opportunity to reflect on when and where you may be forgetting to be patient in your own life. I then want to share a couple of pointers that will get you thinking about when you should and also should not adopt more patience. You'll see what I mean as the episode unfolds. So let's get stuck in. All right, so let's quickly go back to the beginning where I said patience is a virtue. This proverb or saying, put simply, means that it's a good quality to be able to tolerate something that takes a long time. 
And the virtue part of this means that this behavior demonstrates high moral standards. So basically boiled down, having patience is a good thing and something we ideally should aspire to have. Now, I'm aware that's likely not something you didn't already know, but at the same time, it's incredibly easy for us to forget this as we move through our fast-paced and often stressful lives. More and more things are becoming available on demand with the click of a button. We can now watch whatever we want, whenever we want, on a wide selection of streaming services. We can Google search anything we don't know and get an instant answer. We have the ability to take out quick loans and put large purchases on credit cards or lay-by rather than committing to months and or years of saving. Each of these things make it easier and easier for us to gain instant gratification, short-term gains or feelings of pleasure or fulfilment without delay. All of these examples present fantastic opportunities and comforts for many of us and I'm sure I'd be hard-pressed to find many people that would want these little luxuries to be removed from their lives. But when we get accustomed to getting things with little or no resistance and especially at such a fast pace, it can become hard to not carry this expectation for speed of success into other areas of our lives like our careers or our relationships or with our own self-development. On the surface, being patient sounds simple, but I know that many of you would agree, as I do, that it can in fact be incredibly challenging when we have a burning want or need for something. The quote, good things take time, is very true. All of the most meaningful, long-lasting and soul-satisfying opportunities and experiences are born out of patience, coupled of course with many other things like hard work and dedication and persistence. While I was contemplating what I wanted to discuss in this podcast, I kept thinking back to that saying, patience is a virtue, and specifically the meaning of being able to tolerate something that takes a long time. When I first hear the word tolerate, my mind immediately goes to being stuck in an unwanted situation and not having much choice in the matter. And the reality is that we are all going to experience this need for tolerance many times throughout our lives. Just a little something to think about here. Let's make sure that if you are tolerating something, it's for the right reasons and only for as long as you really need to. Where I'm going with this is that we all end up in situations that we wouldn't necessarily choose for ourselves. And this happens all throughout life. But what I encourage you to do when this does happen is just stop and take some time to assess why you're having to tolerate that particular thing or circumstance. If it's a necessary piece of the puzzle, then keep going. Like if there's a certain task in your current job that you don't enjoy doing or there's a confrontational colleague in your current team but you know that the job you really want to do or the team that you really want to work with is the next step up and you have to successfully hold your current position for a certain period of time in order to get there. Or say, for example, you have to take a particular subject at uni or at school that you really don't enjoy, but you know that you have to do it because it's a prerequisite for the job or the course or the apprenticeship that you want to get into. Or maybe something a little bit closer to home, (laughs) you don't enjoy having to get up that extra hour early in the morning, um, but you do because you know that you need to go to the gym before work because that's the only time you're going to be able to fit it in in a busy schedule. Um, And you know that if you don't do that, your fitness is going to decline. And so you know that that has to be a priority. Uh, 
so you do that thing. These are all examples of where we do need that tolerance and and where it is validated, where the prize or that end goal is worth the interim pain or discomfort. But on the flip side, sometimes we do get stuck tolerating things that serve no purpose. And stuck is the exact word that I want to use there because sometimes it can actually feel like we can't get out of whatever situation is holding us back. And I'm referring to the kinds of scenarios where we're not physically stuck or contractually obligated to stay in our current situation. I'm talking about when our mind becomes stuck, when we're so absorbed in a particular situation that we lose sight of the bigger picture and perhaps feel lost and can't see a way out of our current situation. And that can be really difficult. If you do find yourself in an undesirable situation, and more so if you've been in that position for a lengthy period of time, I just urge you to stop and question if there is a worthwhile purpose to continuing the way things are. If you can find a necessary purpose, let that be your driving force that allows you to stay motivated and push on even in those moments when you don't want to. But If you've thought about it long and hard and there's genuinely no room for improvement in your current situation, it may be time to give yourself the opportunity to grow. Say, for example, if the people that you're surrounding yourself with, like your friends or your partner, are consistently putting you down or you can just tell they're not supporting you the way that they should be, it might be time to seek out people in your life that will encourage you and who will champion you. Or if you've been doing the same job for a large chunk of time and you've been feeling miserable for ages and you feel like there's no avenues for progression or you've been promised a promotion and um, it's been months and months have passed and there's been no progress towards that, you might need to start brainstorming what you need to do in order to create a new opportunity for yourself. Are there new skills or qualifications you could be working towards? Or better yet, Do you have other skills that you haven't been using in your current position and are getting wasted but could actually be of great value in a different role? You may have to think a little bit outside of the box for that one, but I'll just plant that seed. Start vocalising your interest in progressing into something new and you might just be surprised at who knows who or who knows about some exciting opportunity that you had no idea about. So I want you to have a quick think about an uncomfortable or unsatisfying situation that you're currently tolerating. How did you get there? How long have you been there? And why do you think you're still there? Does this situation warrant your tolerance? If so, keep going. Your patience and persistence will pay off in the long run. But if not, it might be time to start working on a game plan. What do you need to do to improve that situation rather than just keep tolerating it? Patience and in turn tolerance are necessary parts of getting to the good part of any goal. But we all need to be clear on why we're tolerating or being patient for something to ensure that we're doing it for the right reasons and to ensure that we stay motivated to power on in those moments when we may lose sight of our end goal. Now, another word I wanted to plant in your mind is endurance. Think about it. Every athlete that's ever competed at the Olympics and had the amazing opportunity to represent their country has had to endure years and years of grueling training, knockbacks, injuries, strict diets, and I'm sure much more. But for every athlete that gets to stand on the podium at the end of the event, 
there's also hundreds that tried really, really hard to get there and may have gotten really close but didn't make it. But these athletes don't just give up. They dig deep and they remain patient. They keep their mind honed on what their version of success looks like and they replay that vision that they create over and over in their mind. Whenever I feel like the thing I want to achieve is too far from reach or I can feel my patience and motivation dwindling, I like to put this little thought in place to keep my need for patience and endurance in perspective. I stop and remind myself to focus on doing just one little thing better each day that I know will lead me closer to achieving my goal. Because accumulatively, lots of little things add up to one big thing. This little thing may be adjusting your routine to allow for more preparation time or more study, or you may just need to spend more time visualising what success really looks like and narrowing down on all the parts that you need to achieve to get to that point. Say, for example, you may be aiming to take on a new opportunity where there's an expectation for the use of particular terms that you've never encountered before. Instead of trying to learn all of the terms at once, just pick three that you want to focus on each day. Try incorporating them into your conversations or your thoughts throughout the day so that using them becomes second nature to you. And each day, build on those terms, adding three new terms to the circulation. It doesn't have to be three, whatever number you're comfortable with. Just having bite-sized but frequent successes on your journey ensures that you stay on track and can remain patient a lot easier. Imagine if you got just 1% better at everything each day, or in this case, 1% closer to achieving your goal. I know that 1% doesn't sound like much, but if you're aiming towards something really big, getting 1% better at something or 1% closer to a goal means that in 100 days, you'd end up being 100% better 100 days from where you started. And more importantly, your goal would be achieved. Obviously, not all goals take an exact time frame of 100 days to achieve. This is simply an example to show that chipping away at something and contributing a little bit more effort to something that's important to you each and every day can allow you to see more frequent progress, feed that need for gratification that we've all become so dependent on receiving and find the willpower to keep being patient while those wheels are in motion, driving you towards your desired outcome. To get to where we want to be in life, we not only have to be patient and trust the process, but we also have to be able to endure those moments and accept those times when life isn't as glamorous or as fun or as exciting as we want it to be. When being disciplined and dedicated is undesirable, but we know it's a necessary part of achieving our goals. And the more accepting of the need for patience and endurance that we can be, the easier it will be to stay focused on that mission that we have ahead. It will give us the strength that we need to push through circumstances we don't necessarily want to be in, but need to experience. If the content in this podcast is connecting with you and inspiring you to step up work harder and actively create the life that you really want to live, then I'd be so grateful if you could rate and follow my podcast and share it with a friend so that we can grow the Choose Your Narrative community. Thanks again for joining me today and don't forget that with the right mindset, dedication and intentionality, you do have the power and ability to write the narrative that you really want to live.